And it's really humbling to look at myself and say, dude, shut up. Shut up. What you're saying is not more important than what this other person is saying. What's up, everybody? You have tuned into the Detox Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Hobbs. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode number 19. And the title of this episode is The Art of Listening. So thinking about listening, I was talking to one of my friends and I was just discussing this podcast and I was like, I really want my personality to come out in this podcast. But when I look back in my videos, I seem really, really serious. And they were like, yeah, you you do seem really, really serious. And I was listening and I was like, oh, crap. Like, how can I put my personality into this podcast? It's hard to balance the passion and incorporate all of my personality in this, especially over video because I'm a passionate person and when I speak, I speak with passion and I, and I want to convey a certain message to you guys. But what I'm going to try to work on is adding my personality, giving you some smiles in here. And like, honestly, like I'm really silly person, just have a lot of passion, right? Let's jump right into it. This is titled The Art of Listening. Let me ask you guys a question. How many of you guys believe that you listen very, very well? I want you to answer that question now. And then after this episode is over, I want you to ask yourself that question again and see if there are ways that you can incorporate based off this episode to help you with listening maybe a little bit better. I think we can all probably benefit from listening a little bit better. So today's three topics we're going to go over is practice active listening, show empathy, and communicating effectively. So before I jump into it, I want to run down a scripture, and this scripture comes to you from James 1.19, and this is the NIV version, and it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now, I'm not going to focus on the angry part because I have tons of episodes where I talk about anger because that's something that I used to deal with in my past. But what I really, really want to focus on is where it says everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. So as we practice active listening, active listening involves giving your full attention to the speaker asking questions to clarify their message and providing feedback. It's essential to be fully present in the conversation without distractions or interruptions. Now, when we take a step back and we look at practice active listening, how many of us are actually like on our phones or doing something or swiping or doing something like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm listening, have you ever had somebody was like, oh, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it as well. It's like, yeah, I can do two things at one time. I can swipe here and I can do this, but I'm also listening to you. 
I had someone do that to me the other day and they were like, oh, I'm listening. Go ahead and continue. But every time I talked, they would speak to someone else or say something to someone else. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, you can't possibly be listening to me if you continue to talk to someone else while I'm trying to tell you this story. Right. Like it kind of made me feel unimportant. Like, honestly, like if I'm if if I'm being honest, like it made me feel like I was like, dang, man, like hear me out, fam. Like so what I did is I grabbed him and I put him in a headlock. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I didn't do that. But I'm just I'm to express myself. I was a little bit annoyed, honestly, but it pushed me to think about how I interact and how. I actively listen to other people and I think I do a fairly good job, but I know that there are some things that I can work on. Throughout my career, I've been in leadership the majority of my adult life. So with being in leadership, my style of leadership has always been to listen to every aspect to show my focus, show my attention that they are the most important person on earth at that moment to listen to everything they have to say before I respond, before I react, before I have a rebuttal or anything like that. And that has done me very, very well in my career. Now, in my personal life with co-parenting, I was not always the active listener, I was not the person that maybe didn't interrupt. It's something that I noticed over the years that the relationship with my son's mother, it wasn't where it needed to be when my son was younger because partly because of me, because she would want to make a point. She would want to explain something and I would cut her off because I felt like what I was saying was more important. And it's really humbling to look at myself and say, dude, shut up, shut up. What you're saying is not more important than what this other person is saying. And that's something that has humbled me. And it's something that I actually practice with my son. It's something that like when he's speaking, I allow him to speak. Unless it's something that's just outright disrespectful, I allow him to speak. Go ahead. Go ahead and speak. I want you to know that what you are saying is important. I do it with my direct reports. I do it at the gym. I do it when I'm talking to people. I want to make sure that you know that I am actively listening. And if I don't understand something, then I'm like, hey, excuse me real quick. But when you said this, what does that mean exactly? And I'm showing them that I am tied into what they're trying to say and I'm not trying to talk over them being on my phone. I'm not my phone is down and I'm not trying to ignore what you're saying. Like you are important to me and it's helped in my career. It's helped in my daily life. It's helped in parenting, even speaking with 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 my son's teachers. I know my son better than anybody on earth, but. I want to make sure that his teachers and people that he interacts with has a say, and that they fully explained whatever is going on in that classroom that day or whatever frustrations or challenges that they might have had before I interject and before I share my thoughts.
I will say that I have a a a, a passion for and it's something that I think I do very, very well. Um, empathy has gotten me to where I am in my career. At one point in my career, I was responsible for managing 50 different people, 50 different ages, 50 different personalities, a lot of different nationalities. And empathy is what really pushed me forward. It, what, when, 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 when things hit the fan with my former boss, me being empathetic and me showing empathy and speaking to each one of these individuals when there was an investigation, I was the one that came out on top because of my empathy, because I acknowledged their feelings. I acknowledged that when they were late, they had a reasoning for it. I acknowledged some of the issues that they might have been going through in their personal life. I acknowledged and validated the experiences that they were going through. If we had new procedures that we needed to handle or they needed to learn, I acknowledge that, hey, I understand that this might be difficult and that it changes so frequently. I feel you. I get that. I understand that. And when they would come to me with their challenges and frustrations, I wouldn't judge them. I feel like I do really well at being empathetic because I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. I don't want to be judged if I share my feelings. I, I want to be heard. If, if I'm coming to you with issues, if I'm validate those issues, validate those experiences for me, even if you want to add your own input to help me grow, to help push me through that, validate that for me. Have some empathy and it will get you a lot farther in life than just being kind of cold-blooded and being like, well, that's the way of the world. That's how we have to handle things. That is what it was. I had this video. Um, I was recording myself, actually, just kind of like joking around recording myself. And my brother was telling me a story and my facial expressions and my interactions with him were, were serious. They were they were honest and they were legit. And I was showing empathy to the the conversation. And I think like later on down the road, like I sent it to him and he was like, oh, you were just acting. And I <laughs> like I literally I wasn't acting like I'm an empathetic person. And I and I heard it and I felt it. And a lot of times because of me acknowledging other people's feelings, I feel like there's a closer bond to them. I feel like I understand them on a deeper level. So when you are practicing active listening, incorporate that empathy in there. And, I, and, and these are some of the things that it might not seem very big to you, but the other person is definitely going to see a change. It might be your wife. It might be a coworker. It might be your child. When you put full attention and add empathy to that conversation, they're going to see a difference in you and they're going to see a change and they're going to they're going to notice that. Like, that's one of the things that for sure they will notice that, hey, wow, like you truly care and you are listening and you have blocked out all distractions just to talk to me. Now, when you talk back to someone one of the key things I would say was communicating effectively because we have phones and we have texts and we have all of these ways to communicate. I think it's 
harm does and how we communicate effectively. Listening is a two-way street. Effective communication involves not only listening, but also expressing yourself clearly and respectfully. Practice open communication by being honest, direct, and willing to compromise. Now, when you're evaluating yourself, can you say to yourself, yes, I am communicating very effectively and that person understands everything that I wanted to convey to them and it was in a respectful way and it was direct? Like, can you can you honestly say that? I know sometimes we get into our feelings because we might not like hearing what that other person has to say. We might not agree with what that person has to say. That is okay. And we're not going to sit here and agree with everything that everyone has to say. But I would encourage you to communicate effectively and talk out these situations and make sure that it's respectful and make sure that it's clear. That's helped me with leadership. That's helped me convey my emotions. That's helped me convey how I need to be and who I need to be in this life. Communicating effectively will prevent so many issues in your life. Being clear and respectful and direct, but also adding in that empathy, also adding in that active listening because a conversation listening is a two-way street. Adding that in to wrap that up will change your relationships. Adding communication to convey your thoughts and your feelings and being willing to compromise will help build stronger relationships. Have you experienced the person that wants to hear themselves talk 24-7? No matter what you say, no matter what you do, they'll cut you off and continue to talk over you every chance they get. How annoying is that? How do you deal with that? Why deal with that? Maybe you don't have a choice. Maybe you do have a choice. Maybe you have to step up and say, hey, it seems to me that when I do speak, I can't finish a complete thought. And I understand that what you're saying to me is important. And I respect your opinion, but I would love if you allowed me to finish my thought and finish my sentence before you kind of interject. Right. Clear, concise. It's open. It's honest. It's direct. And that is what communicating effectively is all about. We don't have to fight. We don't have to have arguments. But I think if people respected each other's point of view and people respected and showed true tunnel vision to when someone is speaking and vice versa, we would have stronger, deeper, embedded relationships with each other. So now being towards the end of this episode, I want you to take a look. And reevaluate yourself once again and see if you believe that you can do better when it comes to the art of listening. Can you do better? Can you do one thing better that you're not doing today to become better at listening effectively, communicating, showing empathy in a conversation and practicing active listening? 
If you can point out one thing that you can do better, that's awesome. I love it. I'm happy that I made this episode, even if it's for one person that can build stronger relationships because they are listening. They are using the art of listening better. That makes me happy. So I want to thank everybody for joining me. Thank you for listening to me. And until next time, peace.